0: The information provided by Munro Partners is general information and is for educational purposes only. The podcast is not intended to include or constitute as financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from a licensed professional advisor before making any investment decision. The views held by Munro Partners are current at the time of recording and are subject to change. Information about the Munro Funds is available at munropartners.com.au. Monroe Partners is a corporate authorised representative of Munro Asset Management Limited, AFSL 480509. Hello, and welcome back to the Invest in the Journey podcast. My name is Taylor Bree Casey, and I'm very excited to welcome our next guest for the second instalment of Meet the Team. With more than 15 years of experience in financial services and a very impressive CV, I'm thrilled to be in the company of Lachelle Hooper, Munro's Compliance Manager. Hi, Lachelle. Welcome. Hi, Taylor.
1: Thanks for having me on the show. I'm very excited to be here in the hot seat with you.
0: You are probably the reason why I'm most excited to be doing this podcast. You're uh, someone with, as I said, 15 years experience. And the whole reason why we're doing this Meet the Team is to, to shine a light on, you know, the talent that we do have um, in other areas of the business. So with that, let's, let's jump right in. As mentioned, you are compliance manager. For anyone who doesn't know, what does that mean?
1: Well, as compliance manager, I'm essentially responsible for ensuring that Munro is compliant with our regulatory and contractual obligations. So in terms of regulatory obligations, we have an AFSL licence issued by ASIC, and that's our licence to operate as a global equity investment manager. Uh, In order to maintain this licence, there's a number of requirements we must continue to meet such as ensuring that our team have the appropriate skills and experience and competency to do their role. And then on the contractual obligations side, we've got agreements in place with our key partners, so our responsible entity and trustee. These agreements stipulate the investment parameters of our funds. Practically, this means I work collaboratively with all parts of the business, whether it's management, investment, operations, or the marketing teams. I uh, think pro- people probably don't realise how close you
0: and I actually work together. I've learnt so much from you, um, and what we can and can't say under our AFSL. So it's been um, a real learning curve for me, being you know so close to compliance. Uh, so what does your
1: typical day look like? Well, typical day that doesn't really exist in my world. But there's always two constants: first, coffee. You might have noticed of that. Of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, I'll review our post-trade compliance report. So this is a report from our of our out of our portfolio management system. And it shows me how our portfolio is invested. It basically gives me assurance that our funds are invested in accordance to their investment guidelines. Following that, my day can be filled with all sorts of other compliance related work, such as reviewing marketing collateral, like these podcasts. Yeah. And what I'm looking for when I review these. Is making sure that our collateral doesn't have any statements that might be promising something we can't predict, such as the future performance of our funds, or making bold statements about a company which could encourage the audience to act on, on a statement we're making. Then I also manage our incidents and errors if any are reported, and I'll look at our controls to make sure they're, they're appropriate and that they're going to act to mitigate or reduce these. I also constantly monitor rules and regulations that might be changing across the different regions and make sure that these are applied to our business as and when needed. With such a varying role, what are the highlights for you? Well, I like that as compliance manager, I need to have a good understanding of all areas of the business and the industry. There's a need to constantly assess and review the possible risks to the business and how we can make improvements to our current processes. And how to adapt to change. So there's a lot of analytical work and a lot of problem solving to do. And no role comes without
0: its challenges. What are some of the challenges of your position?
1: Well I guess the main worry that I have with the role is whether we're doing everything we need to be doing. I always worry that I I might have missed something in terms of our compliance obligations. So as a global equity manager we invest across many jurisdictions And as you're aware, our strategies are available in Australia and Canada. Each jurisdiction has its own rules and regulations, which can and do change. So that's a lot to keep across. And how do you manage all of this? I manage it by plugging into regulatory updates. I participate in ongoing training and just keeping in touch with a network of other compliance and legal professionals.
0: Shifting gears slightly, I would love to know, what are your long-term goals at Munro?
1: Well, Munro is a growing business. So my goal is to grow and evolve the compliance and risk functions to keep pace with this growth. Um, A key part of this is to ensure we maintain this positive compliance culture that we've built. Um, And that's where I see that as being where the team understands the importance of maintaining compliance and approach compliance with a positive attitude Rather as thinking of it as red tape.
0: So you've worked in financial
1: services for
0: a long time. Could you give us uh, a bit of a rundown of your very impressive CV?
1: Impressive, thank you. That's very kind. Um, I guess I once I graduated from uni, I was in Adelaide. I moved across to Sydney, the big finance hub of Australia. Um, I started working in financial planning at Rabo Bank, but that was later acquired by AMP. Um, Personally, I've always preferred working in a smaller firm. So not long after that, I jumped ship and moved across to a group called Ironbark Asset Management. They're a distribution and trustee services company. Um, At the time, they were a year old. They launched during the GFC and I joined in 2009. So it could have been perceived as a risky move, but I saw it as a awesome opportunity um, to move into funds management. I was with them for about 10 years, and um, due to the initial small size of the firm, I could wear many hats and I got to try out different roles. I basically grew as the business did. The first role was client communications, then I became their product manager, and this was a really interesting role. Here, I got to manage lots of different projects like fun launches, fun closures. Um, I got to learn so much in this role. It was very demanding, but really interesting. Then following that, I wanted to bring this experience together and focus more on oversight and compliance. And there was a need for an investment governance manager. So this is a really another interesting role. Um, It involves taking a deep dive into the operations of managers, both our existing partners and then looking at new managers to partner with. But then finally, I decided it was time for a whole new challenge. Um, I found this awesome role at Munro which suited both my past experience, but offered plenty of new things for me to learn and grow into. Luckily, our founders agreed. And now that was two years ago.
0: So we're very lucky that female representation in financial services is a lot more normalized and is growing. Um, However, I guess when you started out there, there wasn't a lot of female representation. What attracted you to financial services?
1: Yeah, well, That is one thing, Taylor. It has been quite a journey seeing more and more women enter the market and it's excellent. Like it's something I'm really enjoying. So that's quite a highlight. But what attracted me initially was, I guess I constantly like to learn new things and to constantly be challenged. And I've always found that in financial services, there's infinite things to learn. That's probably the key thing that attracted me to the industry. It's a journey with a steep learning curve. And like I can see me being interested here for a very, very long time.
0: The whole point of this series is for our audience to get to know our team a little bit more. So I want to ask you, what is something that no one else knows about you?
1: Oh, this is, uh, I guess, one thing I don't really like to broadcast. Basically, I'm terrible with directions. And I can guarantee that I will always pick the wrong direction, even <laughs> when it's 50 50 chance. Left, right, I'll go right, we should have gone left. Um, I, I'm not sure if you remember, but one of the recent examples was at our last retreat, the Munro retreat, when we did the scavenger hunt. My team, we completed the first task well ahead of all the other teams. And then the second task was to go to and meet at an off site location. Somehow I ended up with the map and <laughs> I told my teammates, please, take take over the directions. This this isn't a good idea. I'm no good with directions. But in the t- spirit of the team building, they said, no, Lachelle, you've got this. We believe in you. Anyway, as usual, I managed to go the um, in the complete wrong direction. I gave up all of our lead and we spent the rest of the scavenger hunt just trying to make up and get back that that spot, which we didn't. <laughs> I think it was our team that actually took over in that oh. lead.
0: I will be asking everyone in the podcast, this is an investment management firm. And so I want to know what was your first investment?
1: Again, an embarrassing question and probably (laughs) why I'm in the compliance team and not the investment team. Uh, I started investing in 2007. I had enough money to put a deposit on my first home, but decided to invest it instead. Um, not sure if you remember, maybe before your time, 2007 is right before the GFC. So I saw my portfolio fall like 60%, um, which was crushing. But luckily there were a few good performers in there. And, and over time it, it got back to a reasonable state. <laughs> it was, I, I can't remember if it was a few stressful months or years. Anyway, prior of that, I had a few lessons which came out of that um, not to listen to noise and be reactive, hold on for the longer term and ride out those volatile periods, but just generally now I leave it to the experts, like the team at Munro. And I guess, like you said, it's a lesson
0: to to know that uh, all investments come with risk. Yes. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to sit down, chat to me and divulge so much about yourself. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I also just want to say how much I do admire you and I, I really enjoy learning from you and sitting across from you each day.
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show, Taylor. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: For anyone who may have missed the first episode of Meet the Team with Josh Watts, you can listen back at Invest in the Journey. podcast.